do we finally have a bulletproof vest to protect against cyber hackers? Hi, everybody. I'm Bob Bowman, Editor-in-Chief of Supply Chain Brain, and this is the Supply Chain Brain Podcast. If you're anything like me, or anyone else for that matter, you don't understand quantum physics. But that hasn't stopped the word quantum and its accompanying technology from being applied to the field of cybersecurity. In this case, to create a random number generator that can generate unbreakable passwords. Which is a good thing since quantum computers are otherwise poised to crack just about any encryption a system might attempt. On this episode, we dive into the quantum world with Francis Belito, CEO of Quantum Emotion, creator of the aforementioned Quantum Random Number Generator. We'll hear of its implications for our ability to lock down networks and ensure secure encryption for the online universe. We might even learn a little about what quantum computing is, or not. Here's my conversation with Francis Belito. Francis Bolito, welcome to the show. Hi, nice to be here with you. Explain for me, please, the concept of the quantum random number generator as it relates to cybersecurity. So a quantum number generator is what we call the second generation cryptographic solution. It's actually very important to understand it's a hardware component that exploit the building unpredictability of quantum physics. It is actually a genuinely disruptive technology. These properties of quantum physics are the only ones in nature that can actually really create randomness. These randomness generated by properties of quantum physics are used, in fact, to generate these random numbers who are the backbone of all the encryption keys that is used actually to make secure communications over the Internet. Classical computing up to this point has claimed to have random number generators built into it, but it always seems to not be that, right? So there's something about a traditional computing that is incapable of creating truly random numbers? Exactly. In fact, the way that the random numbers are generated today are through algorithms, so specialized programs that generate these numbers. Like in any algorithm, in fact, it, 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 there is a, an element of predictability. So uh, there is not such a thing as actually pure randomness coming from algorithm or any phenomenon actually of uh, classical physics is not random by nature. If you discuss with physicists, they will tell you that the only way to really starting to work and develop anything that needs pure randomness is to exploit actually the properties of a quantum mechanics. There is a famous concept that actually got the Nobel Prize for the discovery is the Heisenberg principle where it's based on the, the dual nature of subatomic particles that's called the quantum particles that can be at the same time a wave or a particle with a mass. In our case, for example, we develop a technology based on what we call the tunnel electron effect. That means that uh, we bombarded actually a, a barrier, an energy barrier with electrons. I mean, most of them are going to bounce back, but some of the time they will cross the barrier. 
because they behave like a wave. And mm -hmm. that crossing is what's called tunneling. It's a purely random phenomenon. It cannot be predicted. So we it's, use that as the base, actually, of creating the random noise and transforming that random noise actually on a quantum signal. So without getting too much into the weeds of quantum computing, I'm assuming that the very nature of classical computing, which is based on ones and zeros, based on gates that are either uh, active or inactive or open or closed, yes. that makes it impossible to achieve the kind of, I don't know if I want to use the word fuzziness here, but the, <laughs> the, the, the less tangible yes or no aspect that we find in classical computing, right? Yes, quantum computers are going to revolutionize, of course, almost every vertical of the industry and probably even our own lives because when they will be completely accessible and becoming mainstream and associate that with artificial intelligence, they will be able to probably starting to mimic how the human brain works. In fact, this is the reason why I think our value proposition is so great here. We take the angle, uh, us, our company is taking the angle from cybersecurity because there are multiple applications for quantum technologies. There are mainly three big applications. It's one is quantum computers, quantum sensors, and quantum communication. We are in the space of quantum communication. What part we try to address is actually not only the already the current problems that we are facing with cyber criminality, but also I think the big threats coming from the quantum computers themselves. Because these quantum computers will be able to process information up to 100 million times faster than classic computers. Mm -hmm. Imagine. That would create almost nothing that could be able to be processed by quantum com computers. They'll be able to crack any cybersecurity solution that we have created to, to at that stage. With the threat of the quantum computers are coming, you need a quantum solution, and this is what we are providing here. In fact, you'll be able to say that if you're using these purely random numbers, it will be impossible to crack encryption keys. But like any code of any kind, random or otherwise, you need a key at the other end to decrypt it by an authorized user. So at yeah. that stage, does it become open to hackers? How do you secure the fact that you do need a, a decrypt key that might be available to crypto thieves or whatever? No, actually, what, what, very, in a very simple matter, today most of the systems of security of the Internet rely on the public and private key system. It's called the RSA, famous system. It's using these very sophisticated encryption algorithms. The backbone of these algorithms are actually the random numbers. Without changing anything much, we can just integrate ourselves, our technology, into what the existing system like the RSA, with the big difference that instead of them relying on other specialized algorithms to generate their random numbers, we will use our generator. Uh -huh. And that will make them, in fact, using the same system today, that, that will make them actually inviolable, be uncrackable. But again, if I'm at the other end of a message you're sending to me and I'm the authorized receiver of that message that has been decrypted through a random number generator, again, I have to be able to read it at my end. Yes, you receive basically the system works what you have a public key and uh -huh. a private key. The private key sent it to you with the message. So you don't need to be concerned about it. It's actually the, the, the message that goes with it. When you send an email or go to a website or where you see HTTPS, 
uh-huh. S means that it's secure and you're actually within a sort of a encryption system that make the whatever you receive for anybody externals is encrypted. Does this replace the existing need for passwords and other traditional security measures? At some point no, down the line? It, it, just, it just will make them uncrackable. You will still need to use your password, etc., but it's just make the system inviolable to somebody who will try to penetrate by deciphering their encryption uh, uh, algorithm. But it's not up to me as a user to like come up with some weak password based on my birth date or something like that. Exactly. Being... Unfortunately, the, the weakest point in any security system is always the human. <laughs> if you give away your password, you make it so easy, you're not never going to prevent anybody to get into your system. It's at the end is, is the same as you, if you give the keys of your car to somebody or if you leave your door of the house open, after that, it's difficult to complain that somebody came into my house. But the same holds true, does it not, then, for the quantum random number generator, in that uh, there's a human element in that, too, that the human has to take care of the way it uses the system, or does the system just... No, the system is... These numbers are generated automatically. This random noise Uh is generated, basically, once you have the generator, it's generating these numbers that become the backbone. Because you have to realize that these random numbers actually are part of a series of numbers that actually created. It's like a flow of numbers are created that become the backbone of your encryption system. And the key today, when when it's called pseudo-randomness, means that somehow can find the connection from one number to another if there is a connection or and guessing. If you guess that there is a, a sort of a, an algorithm or a connection, you can guess what is going to be the next number. And if you guess that, you basically can crack after that the encryption, okay? So here you guarantee that every number is a completely random and in, means it's completely independent of other numbers. That means that there is no serial connection between these numbers. So that means that you can never, never going to guess which number is going to be the next one. How many digits does a, a typical randomly generated number consist of? Well, you can create as much. The randomness is a signal. And after that, you can enhance that signal in, in as many ways as you can. What is important here is the number is time independent. So that means that it's the timing of the number, basically, that makes it completely random. Does this technology, is, is it suitable for just about any industry or any possible use that it involves encryption, which is just about yes, theoretically it's a, it's everybody? A, Absolutely, because as I said before, it's uh, it's simply replacing, in fact, the existing encryption systems that exist today and just replace that the source of their encryption relies on, on random numbers to make them really random. So it requires no special expertise on the part of the user no, or special or IT no, departments? They, no, no. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's an hardware solution. Eventually, it will have to be, I think in the future, you will see these type of technologies the QRNGs embedded almost in every circuitry, particularly our technology was based on electron tunnel effect. They'll be able to connect and embed that and to integrate that into almost any microprocessor, anything you want. You call this a bulletproof vest for encryption. That's a pretty sweeping statement. That's basically saying the problem of cybersecurity is solved. Is that indeed the fact if this technology is applied? I would say from an hardware point of view, yes, it will be solved because all the encryption system, we still rely on encryption systems, okay? But uh-huh. the, the encryption systems today are flawed because they don't really use 
pure random numbers. So they will actually make the encryption, encryption systems inviolable and crackable. You think this will help to shore up the developing technologies of blockchain and cryptocurrency? It can be used in that perspective, from that perspective course, as well? You know, because it's exactly that. Today, I think they rely on security. In fact, what they're selling is actually very much security dependent. I think they are already, if you look at the literature, there are already been attempts to actually to violate and to crack actually blockchains, cryptocurrencies. More than attempts, there have been many successful crackings of crypto wallets. This is one of uh, our areas where we see a big development for us. It's in actually blockchain and cryptocurrencies because they're in really bad needs actually to have creating developing technologies that are uncrackable. Quantum computing is still a technology in its infancy, is it not? Is this technology that you're, that you're referring to, specifically the quantum random number generator, is it mature or does it have some more de development to go? It's already maturing. Our first product will be available fairly rapidly. As I said at the beginning, we're not purely quantum computers. We are an area of application of quantum technologies. The computers, quantum computers, are another application of the quantum uh, principles. So our technology is, is different from quantum computers. That's the reason why it's more mature. Today, you can, you can really soon find on the market these technologies. So you're saying you don't need to be running and operating a quantum computer in order to no. apply, apply this all. technology to one's own system? Not at all. We're making, actually, communications uh, quantum-proof down the road, but basically already the encryptions that are used today. But we're independent of quantum computers. Were you saying that your that their product is not on the market yet, or have you? Is it there, or uh, what, what some, is the progress some, of, of your own? The, the QRNGs uh, exist already for for a while. The market for this product has been fairly modest, you know, so far. But it is predicted to become a huge market within next ten years because of the problem of cybersecurity have dramatically increased. And also because of the quantum computers is becoming a threat for security mm -hmm. because they will be able to crack almost every single, everything, every, every defense that you will oppose them. Except for numbers generated by quantum computers. In fact, <laughs> they will not be able, in fact, to crack keys because they will rely purely on actually randomness. To be able to crack something, you need to be able to cipher what is the connection between the numbers. If there is absolutely no connection, you can never decipher anything. Well, based on your description of the efficacy of this particular hardware tool, combined with the crisis we are now in in cybersecurity and the number of hacks and, and incursions that we're seeing in, uh, across the board, I'm rather surprised to hear that the market already isn't huge for this. I mean, what is holding back companies embracing a technology that promises to essentially solve this problem? I think the cost, one of the issues uh, right now, it's the quantum QRNGs that are available actually are based on another different approach that the electron is based on photon, photonics approach. The random numbers are generated using the property of photons or another quantum particle. Uh, we are a different approach. We're using electrons. But a big advantage of our technology is actually one of them is the cost. Our technology would be extremely cheap to manufacture, and that means that uh, we'll be able to integrate that and bring that to the to market at a fairly affordable cost. So what do you think timetable-wise? When do you think that this technology would be broadly adopted by industry? You'll probably hear from us probably already next year. Well... 
Francis Belito of Quantum yeah. Emotion. Thank you so much for describing this big step forward in, in cybersecurity Thanks. using the quantum random number generator. I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. That was my conversation with Francis Belito of Quantum Emotion, talking about using quantum technology for cybersecurity. We're online at www.spychainbrain.com, where we post a new episode of this podcast for streaming or downloading every Friday. You can also read my Think Tank blog, watch thousands of videos, and access all of our other content, including the digital edition of our magazine. Look for us on Facebook and LinkedIn, follow us on Twitter, at SCBrain, and also watch videos on our YouTube channel. You can also download or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Got any comments or suggestions on this or any episode? Email me at rbowman at supplychainbrain.com. Stay well and see you next time.